culture. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. Everyone. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. Pop my culture. Everyone. It's the Pop My Culture Podcast with your hosts, Cole Stratton and Vanessa Ragland. Welcome to the Pop My Culture Podcast. I'm Cole Stratton. I'm Vanessa Raglan. Our guest today, you know him from the state and role models, Joel Latruglio is here. Hi. Hi, Joel. Hi, everyone. You look great. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you so much. You're so welcome. <laughs> everyone looks here looks okay, terrific. Let me just say that. Looks we, terrific. We just really like to freshen up, you know? Yeah. Guests I, are coming, freshen I tell up. you, good hygiene promotes good conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Although... I would say bad hygiene also creates conversation, may not be good. And it may not be with you. And It'll it be not. with someone else. That's right. But someone else's bad hygiene can make you a new best friend at a party. That's right. After you're like, did you meet the stinky kid? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the stinky kid was there. Oh, man, he's always there. And then you bond. And then, yeah, and then you bond over how you, you're stinky or not. Not. Right. Plus, not. We, we, uh, we had big Tim Gunn makeovers before you got here. Mm, he came in. Work. He made uh, it work. And uh, we feel pretty good about ourselves At right first, now. I thought you meant some sort of real gun. We had some real gun makeovers. <laughs> now, do you want, uh, uh, Vanessa, would you yeah. like to have Tim Gunn as, like, your gay best friend? Nope. Okay. You really? You wouldn't? I would, I would want to have him as my my landlord. My girlfriend loves him. Like, yeah? literally wishes that he was her dad sometimes. Yeah, more of a dad. I think yeah, when I'm guess, having trouble yeah. with, I don't want, yeah, I don't want to get the, silly with him. I want him to love me. Right. Well, I that really he will do. I really want him to love me. Ugh. So then landlord would be like the worst thing for him to be. It would be him like knocking at the door tenant. going, um, Vanessa, it's fifth of the month. Um, so, yes, um, so Vanessa, what are we doing here? So we're uh, low on the rent and um, you're not going to live here forever. <laughs> oh, I don't want to miss that works out. I know the judges may not approve of you freeloading off me. But. Okay, Aww. good. Okay. You should you be concerned <laughs> um, with your late rent payment. Uh. Make it work. You know, have you guys been watching this season of Project Rental? I haven't. I've missed, I, I'd like sporadically, yeah. not really. I feel like their Lifetime, it's on Lifetime now. That's a switch they moved up. It? Yeah. And so I it's guess just the women second, now. That's it's it. All women, and it's mostly <laughs> Meredith Baxter Bernie. <laughs> um, but it's the Meredith Baxter Bernie channel. Yeah, it's the new. It's, it's that's great. good for her. That's she wears her. so many. Yeah, their, their first the original show. movie is Weekend at Meredith Baxter Bernie's. Um, <laughs> really good. It's really good. That was. Uh, quick. They're doing, I think, the Malkovich uh, film adaptation of Bernie. This <laughs> and. <laughs> um, and, and of course, they're showing my dear friend Michael Showalter's The Baxter Bernie. Ooh. Exactly. Plug and a joke. See that? Boom, boom. Nicely played. Because you know, Showalter listens to all these episodes too, yeah. and he's just hoping. He's like, <laughs> he's when are they going to name drop me? <laughs> he's waiting. He's waiting. There it was, he, baby. He just high fived at the air, and he's running around his apartment <laughs> right now. So excited. <laughs> I love making dreams come true. Just uh, in general. I know, I do too. Good so, dreams. Uh, I love that song. <laughs> Okay. Hold on, I'm just staring okay. I'm thinking about Hold dreams. on, guys. Okay, we're back. we're back. The Fleetwood Mac dreams? I was, um, for some reason, like, I got confused on your reference, because for some reason I was thinking the theme song to Family Ties had, like, oh. the lyric dreams come true, but no, it doesn't. Mm-mm. But, like, I heard it in a melody. But, oh, that's nice. Sha-la-la-la. Where dreams come true. That's a song I just wrote. Oh, I like that. You know who would like that? Tim Gunn. He would like that. Oh, wait. This is all I'm going to say about Project Runway. But I feel like since it's moved to Lifetime, they've been upping 
the like hormonal drama. Uh-huh. It used to be much classier and much more about the design on Bravo, but now it's like they're talking about each other behind their backs a lot more. Are they? They're yeah. getting a little snippy. And, yeah. And, and they're setting like, it up perfectly. Like, they'll say like one person will be like, um, oh, that was great. Your design was amazing. And then it cuts to them being like, he's awful. Yeah. Like, it's right. like the worst like, petty so project, you know, now. Project Two-Face, they should right. call it. Exactly. And that's a different project. It's a different that's project. project. That is I where you, know. you design clothes for Batman villains. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's exactly right. Show. It's yeah, a good show. that's not that's, that's it. That's the only the one Batman villain. That's it. That's it. It's a lot of suits. It's a we lot of suits. You know, episodes. Santo comes in and like it's some crazy drapery. It doesn't work. No, nope. uh, doesn't work. Make it work. Make it work. <laughs> Tim Gunn. This is more three faced. Um, you can't use this. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> you see what I did there? Yeah, nice. that was pretty you good. Switched it up a little. I bit. did. I, like mm-hmm. I did. Switched it around. Yeah. Made it go. I um, want to talk about one more thing. Right, I'm, sure. I'm commanding it. Project Runway. Okay. It's not about Project Runway. Oh, okay. Yeah, but I do. P.S. Um, this is just where I'm going to get real. I'm just going to take hold and tell you guys that last night, my life changed forever. Uh, no big deal. I finally watched Marley and Me, which I've been waiting for. The cute doggy movie. Yeah. You know what? That's very misleading. They really mismarketed that. Have you guys really? heard that? No, why? Well, what is it? it is like it not a, about? I mean, I understand the, that it's basically like a happy little fun doggy movie to the last third, and then it turns into a hanky fest. Yeah, I know what you mean by hanky fest. Crying I just went I to hanky fest out there uh, in Joshua Tree. It was oh, amazing. So, Isn't it really so good? Much. Amazing. I feel like the so lineups have gotten people. all you know. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's downhill a little bit. Yeah. It, when it started out, it was just a it was a roots thing. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The it was real like, hanky it was fest. Real, yeah, it was just authentic and he had cool. It's just time the red corporate now. It's very corporate. You know, Kleenex was there, signs all over, and just like it was ridiculous. Monster Energy. It was ridiculous. Marlene is a hanky I interrupted. Fest. It's okay. You know what? It doesn't matter because I just needed to cry. And for the past few months, I've been really upset that I haven't seen Marlene. Me. Yeah. So what I do around 3 o'clock is I lay in the floor of the apartment and I, I say, why haven't I seen Marlene? and me? And try to guilt trip uh, you know, into a, a rental. Mm-hmm. And it never works. And then I was just too upset yesterday and I sort of cried a little in the fake crying. You know, like, uh-huh. why haven't I seen Marley and me? And then it was like, okay, we really need to rent it. And uh, it was so sad. It was so I sad. So then so you, your much. fake cry led to a real cry. A real big breakdown. And then after the movie was over, like an hour later, I was like trying to articulate why I was so sad because I was still really messed up. And it's not it's not about loving a dog. It's about how grown-ups are always going to be scared children and that like sometimes dogs are all you have. Oh my God! You guys Whoa. have got to see someone get her some cleaning. <laughs> Hanky get, like, fest, tearing up now. It's so yeah. sad, and you know what? I don't usually like Jennifer Anderson. I liked her in the first third of that movie. Well, uh, you know, I haven't seen the movie yet. I like Jennifer Aniston, but I don't like crying. Okay, but it's would a, you cry? Then you, you, you need. I have cry. cried. I would cry and will cry, but probably soon. I don't like crying. Yeah. If you don't like crying, do not watch Police Academy 4. Oh. All these citizens step up to go on patrol, though, you know. And Cole, this is going to get ugly. We need you to be back on the air. Sorry. <laughs> David Spade plays a skate punk. Oh, my God. Get it together. <laughs> Sorry. You don't like crying, but you like scary things. I you? love scary things. Why do you like to be scared? I don't know. I really don't. Yeah. I just always was obsessed with with like horror movies and the first uh you know r-rated movie that i saw 
was on, on, on TV. It was HBO, and it was the movie Piranha by Joe Ooh. Dante. The In John Sayles scripted. The, the John Sayles scripted, exactly. Uh, and I forget, and I used to know the name of the main guy that was in it, and now I forgot him. But um, anyway, yes, that was my first R movie. And um, I don't know. I just got it obsessed with, like, Stephen King yeah. and, and horror comics, like Twisted Tales. And uh, and tales of the crypt and just all that stuff. I just no. So what age is in. this that you got this bitten is, by the uh, death? Bug? Well, um, let's see. That was seventy nine. Is when Piranha came out. So right right around there, pretty early. Yeah, pretty early age. Ooh. Like I don't, you know, I, I knew it was kind of weird to like you know gore at that age. I did know I was self aware. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I really was because I remember having conversations with my family. Like I, you know, I like. Blood, and that's right. Like, it's fine. They were like, fine, oh my God. Uh, scary movies, like, I couldn't handle them when I was a kid. I remember seeing, no. being forced to watch Dreamscape at a friend's party, which is that Dennis, Quaid, Dennis Quaid movie. Yeah, and there's like that weird snake man that uh, oh. pops up in dreams a lot that tries to kill him on a train. And, and uh, just basically a guy with a big snake, Cobra Head. Scared the crap out of me. Speaking of, you know, there's another uh, uh, reptile movie, even earlier from the 70s, called. Not kidding. That's right. It's the just nature. Yeah. It's what? a that bunch of S's. You just said the name of the bunch movie? bunch of S's. Yep. So you look it up. It's like a bunch of S's with an exclamation point, maybe. Uh, <laughs> and it's about, I think, uh, I want to say Michael York is in it, but I could be wrong. Anyway, there's, um, yeah, it's about this kind of mad scientist who starts to, like, turn his patients into, into a snake. And let me add, this is before human centipede. There was experimental... <laughs> Animal I'm excited to talk. Did movies. you see that? No, I oh. need to see it. I want to see it. You're a perfect candidate. I know. It's right down your alley. I know. Up your alley? What Up. is the alley? The alley is, I think, the interest alley. <laughs> oh. oh it's go. a little alley in your brain that, like, it's kind like of a Harry Potterish kind of. That's right. It looks exactly like that. And yes, that's <laughs> right. But it's a well kept alley. It's not a bunch of people barfing at two a.m. It's like an alley in Toronto. Yeah. Exactly. It's like so a cool, clean. like, oh, it's this is a cool shortcut alley. Oh, yeah. that's kind of neat. Look at that kind of cool brick. That's lovely. For, yeah. Why does that's what everyone always says when they come back from Toronto? It's, it's so clean. It's so clean. Because I is. know I've been it there. Is. I've been there, <laughs> I mean, and it is very clean. It's so clean. You know, for the there's for a, a big lot of city. other things going on with it, though, other than the cleanliness. <laughs> right. <that's true. laughs> but there's I guess other it's great good things hygiene. there. But people come, which brings us back <laughs> yep, to our earlier point. And then people do like to talk about and the stinky cities too. That's true. But in a mean way. But in the meantime, they're talking about Toronto and, yeah. and creating good conversation. Yeah. Way to go, Toronto. Way to go, Toronto. Toronto. Just clean. got that Tim Gunn makeover, too. Oh, and yeah. it is making it work. <laughs> Look at this. Boom. This is, like, this is like, where are we? Callback City? Yeah, That's we're right. weaving a basket. You. Our podcasts are Jeez. like a basket, and yeah, the fronds are like it. pieces of conversation, like sentence fronds. We're like, oh, we just fronds. We like the that. fronds. I like sentence, sentence fronds, I think, played at CBGB's uh, back in uh, 82. Oh, yeah. They were crazy show. Very logical. <laughs> They're really good. Very logical. Uh, One thing followed and another. Dennis Franz is amazing. I don't mm. know if you've seen his work, but <laughs> yeah, that guy. Woo. Yeah. And look, don't even get me started on uh, Franz Ferdinand. Whoa. <laughs> oh, it's too easy. No, it really. wasn't too no, easy. It was, it was good. Was I mean, good. no, Dennis Franz, like, you know, kind of, I think. I don't like it when Cole, Cole gets one. I think Dennis Franz actually Joe. takes cake a lot. Aww. That's my guess on that guy. Um, <laughs> Poor Dennis. <laughs> so let, let's go back to uh, to Piranha. No. Since that yeah. came up. Uh, Piranha 3D She's opened kidding. this past weekend. Um, yeah. Even though it was like number five, I want to say. like uh-huh. it, it was a big group together box office thing. It made like $10 million, And that yeah. was enough. The critical response and that opening weekend oh, was yeah. enough for them to greenlight a sequel. Already. So they're already Kaboom. working on it. Good. They should be. I haven't even seen the movie and I think they should be. 
Um, it's happening. Have you seen the movie yet? I have not yet. I think, I mean, like, that, I feel like it's, when they use 3D for campy things, it's cool. Like, why yeah. not, like, just really... Make it so fun and yeah, out there. Really yeah, really make but it But if they use 3D for, like, say, My Dinner with Andre... That would work. Oh, would work, you don't but think so? the wine you know comes what? right at you. <laughs> that would work, because then it's like... You're, you're in the, the room. You're with them. Like, would you like the butter? And then... It, oh, the, the butter right is you. coming butter past you. Compa- yeah. I'm going to talk to Maybe uh, somebody about this. I don't re-release. Know. Maybe Dennis Just Frank. give a call to Louis <laughs> Mall, see if he'll, he'll yeah. do it. Um, or, you know, uh, Sophie's Choice would be great in 3D, too. You know, fantastic. Uh-huh. Think of that choice. If the that choice, choice was in right your in face, oh, you. man. If that choice is in your face, that's I, could like, almost I can almost the make choice. the choice myself. Yeah. <laughs> like, just reach out and grab it and make that choice. Mm. Sophie. Tie in some sponsorships. Um, One thing leads to another. What are we talking about? Piranha. Piranha. Yeah. Right. And there's another one. Wait, the box office right now is weird, though. I'm not going to be good at remembering it. But well, that Vamp Suck movie is like number two. Expendables was number one again. Yeah. Um, it made like 18. Uh, Vampire Suck made like 12.5. Good God. I don't know why. Like that, that kind of suck. It's one of those parody movies parody? from Aaron oh, Seltzer oh, okay. and okay. the guys that did like right. Superhero Movie. Like, yeah. Where their idea of parody is just like, let's just re- reference, it. reference it. Let's yeah. just show it again. That's yeah. funny. Look, here's something I Remember saw this? in another movie. Yeah. <laughs> Which but it's with a different actor now and he's got big white But look what we're making fun of him for. I mean, I find that those movies would be useful if like you're in a car accident and you're just trying to see what the recall is like so you just sit them in front of that you know what i mean then i can see yeah. the worth of them but oh shrek i recognize the shrek yeah. yeah good good yeah. you're all right but as opposed to make it. playing just shrek yeah right shrek might be too much it might be too, too much, much. they're fresh well, coming out of, out of the accident. coma yeah. they're like i don't oh this so yeah. fuck yeah I, like kind of like shrek yeah well that's good scary movie whatever and the running length on those things mercifully is like 80 minutes or yeah. whatever if yeah, well, like I can't imagine, like first of all, paying to see this ever in any incarnation, but paying right. like thirteen dollars, right. whatever it is now, it is to go and see a movie that basically the previews are almost as long as it. You make money. Who's someone seen them? Lots yeah. of people. Like, I think teenagers. I mean, is that the obvious answer? But I, but like I guess, but I guess you're right. So many of them. And with vampires suck. They're literally like just parroting like three Twilight movies. That's it. Like and they they made blood. it so, and true blood. They they made it so small the pool that they're pulling from yeah. now. It's right. like it's weird to me. Yeah. I who, get like who? superhero movie of so much to cover, you know. They're all the same producers, right? It's like yeah, it's okay, two guys that write them. Yeah. It's Aaron right. Seltzer and somebody else. Yeah. Um They should release like a box set, Blu-ray or something. You get them <laughs> should. all Get them like, all in look there. What all we've made fun of? Yeah, look at the outtakes <laughs> where we did extended uh, shot Make for shot <laughs> referencing <laughs> to the Aww. previous film. <laughs> what else is up there though? After that, do you know? I know it's a well, in that, and then uh, yeah. What else is what else is out? What, yeah, well, it seems uh, like Eat, a pray, weird love. Time. Oh, and, oh, right and the other guys is up in there. Yeah, yeah. And Scott Pilgrim's back towards the bottom yeah. now. So hurry out and see it, or you'll miss it because oh, I liked other guys. I do too. I really want to see it. A lot. A lot. Yeah. I think Will Ferrell's back. I think so too. I think what's funny about those movies is like they improvise a lot in the Adam McKay movies. And uh, tons of the stuff they're using for the advertising is not in the film. Oh, all. really? Tons I didn't know stuff. that. Yeah, tons of stuff in the commercials. Like, the sequences are there, but right. not the lines. It's uh, like they right. pulled out, like, they, you know, will mm-hmm. improvise for 40 seconds, right. and then mm-hmm. there's, like, five sound bites out of it, two of which are in the movie, three of which they use in the ads. So, like, the, the, right. big, the big moment in the preview where, like, the, the, the place blows up, and then he's like, oh, how in movies do they walk away from this? The film companies have a serious, you know, whatever. Like, that's not in yeah. there. Huh. Like that scene's in there, and then he says other things, but like not. There's a lot of nuggets. So I guess much, when you have yeah. a lot of stuff, it's uh, which I think is use it. I'm fine with, especially in comedies. Like I don't need oh, to yeah. see that same line again. Like right. I 
get it. You know, I'm here. Yeah. You got me in the door. I'd rather have yeah. new stuff. Yeah. It's annoying. Like, like for example, in Twister, I don't know if you remember that crappy Yandabont movie with the. Uh, yeah, no, Bill I remember Paxton. the movie. I don't remember. There's a big money movie. shot they used on the trailer oh, with, for with that the with the cow, t- with the cow and the tire. Yeah. Tire, yeah. Thing was not in the film. It wasn't. Oh, yeah, I didn't a lot know of that. people were really pissed off about that because like really? that was like the money shot that they went to see, and then they got. <laughs> Who the, are these people? I paid a good thirteen dollars to see a cow fly out a window. This is bullshit. I think the cow is still there, but there's like a tire bouncing and hitting the windshield of the car that's oh, not that's, that's not, not in the not movie. But uh, it's it's just the first moment I can mad? remember. No, Cole, I Cole care. was one of them. Cole was, How could I he remember this moment if he was not in What infuriated? was this, 1990? Cole, yeah. let it go. That was the, the, the oh, least Cole. of my problems with Twister. Like, uh, More Helen Hunt titties. <laughs> but I did like <laughs> Phil Hoffman. <laughs> <laughs> I was like the exorcist. There was like a demon inside Vanessa that loves to see Helen Hunt's breasts. <laughs> That's then, the titty monster. rent the water dance and you will be rewarded. Um, but not so much in Twister. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman in that He is. And he's... he's I think his character is... Oh, yeah. Um, he's like one of the, the, the tornado chasers. He's like crazy right. over the top. That's mm-hmm. right. And Alan Ruck played a guy named Rabbit. That's all I remember. That's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. I love me some Alan Ruck. we got to get him on you this program. You have encyclopedic memory. I kind of I worked at a video store for tons of years, ah. and I did lots of different director sections and stuff. It was like super specialized, and I worked on like getting all sorts of out-of-print stuff. And so, yeah, oh, so it's that's, pretty encyclopedic that's awesome. for old movies and stuff. Especially 80s cheese. You probably have that too. Usually I find that people that like horror movies can remember. I do. A lot I do of have. Stuff. I don't know what Yeah, that is. weird. Uh, we were. Um, I was talking with, uh, I think, Ken Marino recently. We were talking about the Four Seasons uh, with Alan Alda. Oh, Alan Alda, oh yeah. I was like, I know those. And um, <laughs> Autumn, I remember we were. There was one guy that was. That's like. The the movie is about these four couples and they go on a trip and one one couple was like the the older guy that has like the young little like hot little girl that he's dating and I, we were trying to remember that actor's name we couldn't think of it and Isn't then right before Len Carey? Right? yeah and I and I called it well done and I called he's like because he's not he's going to IMDb and he's like what did you just say and and I said Len Carey he's like that's right and so it's like things like Ooh. that where there's stuff you know that's taking up stuff room in my brain that I probably don't need to know right. that Len Carew I, I threw math out a long time ago yeah. oh that was that's what I had to go now. for you yeah math's gone so it's, well that's alright you don't need Ooh. math where is it's stuff? just between me and the eight people in this room wait I blew the number <laughs> see uh, should have studied should have studied uh, but yes I have like weird kind of uh, kind of memories like that. four seasons sort of like didn't couples retreat kind of steal that concept <laughs> Well, bit. I didn't see Couples Retreat, but I feel like the idea of couples, like Destination and couples going there has been around. Yeah, it's probably not. I don't even think Four Seasons kind of like cornered the market on that, that one. That's true. Like, That's like true. Finally, finally, Alan Alda. Couples and, doing stuff. And Rita Moreno and Carol Burnett. Bring That'd be like saying that like... I don't know, like the bounty hunter or like one of those like little rom coms is stealing some sort of concept. Right. Oh, it's like they don't like each other and they get together in the yeah. end. What? Wait, that's yeah. just like love actually. No, it's not. But you know, that's what like I mean. bringing up baby. Oh, I love that movie. That's a good a movie. lot. That's yeah. a good I saw that movie in film studies. Oh, so yeah. you've studied film. Mm. You went to mm. NYU. That explains the monocle. Right? Well, yes, I went to NYU and they gave me a, uh, a degree and I got all the jobs I wanted. Was yours in film? So many jobs. Yeah, it was in film. So was mine. Useless, right? Useless. Never use it. Don't need it. Y'all, nope. you guys are doing great. No, no, no. We're, no they're doing, we're doing terrific, but 
it, you know, you don't get yeah. jobs. From I got degrees. a degree in theater, and I found you get a job. So many jobs. I was the president of theater. Oh, yeah. Maybe you recognize me as the CEO. Yes, and the yes. COO. Okay. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Okay. I'm on the three cent coin. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. When did they start printing those out? When I graduated. Oh, wow. <laughs> Recently, my life. It's, it's so great. You get a degree. You're like, all right, you're president now. You get to be president. Whoa. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. So, I guess I get some outfits. I didn't get a coin. They put me on a couple of Frisbees. It was oh, a really, good. really cool run. That's good for concerts. But yeah, Ultimate Frisbee is a great game. You know, it is. Oh, it's man. really good. Did you guys play that in college? We did, actually. I played that with Matt Walsh and really? David Wayne and uh, Michael Jan. And um, there were a few other people. Throw in that, some other people that we don't know. I, 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 <laughs> This guy, Steve. You know them. No, but I mean, add in names that we don't know with those. Like, oh, uh, yeah. There, oh, there was Alan Barnberg. Yeah. There was um, <laughs> Harry Nielsen, but not N I L L S O N. Coconut guy. Double double E. Double E. Yeah. Yeah. He's a good uh, guy. And of course, Roger Dane. So. <laughs> those were the years. Those were the years. Ultimate. Boy. Ultimate. Ooh. That's a hard game running around yeah, all the time. Tough. Listen to me. Oldest <laughs> man in the world. <laughs> what, what do I, do really, I mean, you got to run all the time. You're running. Like, is there running over and catching and involved? Do you guys watch the World out. Cup? A little bit, yeah. No. I didn't get no. quite on board as much as everybody else did. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I was obs- I'm obsessed. I was obsessed with it. Are you obsessed with sports in general? Um, I am. I'm a big sports fan. Yeah. I'm a big me sports too. fan. I like the Jets and I like the Mets. So you've got a formula. i got a formula. Uh, yes. <laughs> but I don't like the Nets. I like oh. the Knicks. You see where oh, I divert? I'm okay. different. Okay. I'm so you're not the afraid to mix home. it up. Not afraid to mix it up. As long as it's three letters and then an S. That's right. You're going to maybe support I also them. like KN things. I like Uh-oh. knees. I like knishes. Oh. Yeah. I mean. You like kneeling? I like kneeling. Yeah. Um, come on. My come problem on with the, here's my problem with the World Cup. Okay. Uh-oh. As much as I enjoyed it. Don't talk about the Vuvuzelas. No, I won't okay. talk about that. I have no problem with that. If people want to like make a swarm of bees noise for three <laughs> hours, let them do it. I'd rather rent the Michael Caine movie. Irwin <laughs> Allen, 1978. But yeah, go on. My problem with the World Cup was all the people that pretended that they liked soccer for years. That was my problem with the World Cup. You go to a bar and all these people are like, you don't watch soccer ever. Mm-hmm. You never watch soccer. You watch right. soccer now because you want to be included and you want to be part of everything. And right. then you act like I'm a dickhead if I'm not like wearing a USA jersey at this bar. With so you. you're angry at the people really, not yeah, the World not Cup. Not the World Cup. I'm fine with the World Cup. I like the you're, idea of the you're competition. You're the bandwagoners. You should have yeah, just watched that it I, at that's home. That's what I can't stand. That's yeah. where I did watch it, but oh. every once in a while, after being be... shunned from a few patriotic bars, yeah. <laughs> I see how it went down. You see how that goes down. Well, I we... did, I did make the mistake of, uh, and this was when we were in Aspen, and maybe I've told this before. I'll make it brief. But uh, I was with Danny Pudi, and he mm-hmm. wanted to watch the game, so we went to a bar. And one of my favorite T-shirts that's just a Union Jack T-shirt that I've had forever. It's just nice and comfortable. I just threw it on. We went to this bar. <gasps> I didn't realize Traitor. that that was the day that the USA was playing England Terrible in idea. the World cool. Cup, and we walk in there, and because he's like, I just want to watch the game. I didn't Did know you get shaved? Uh, no, but I got all these weird looks from people, and the people were like, "So you just you, are you English? You from England?" And I was like, "I don't give a shit about this game. I'm just here to have a hamburger. I'm wearing a shirt uh, coincidentally for the team we're playing." And but, then uh, and then they punched you in the gut, pretty much, but with words, yeah. but with words, word punch, word them, punch. them word fighting punch. words. Stupid. Yeah. I got you word know word. I watched uh, that game. Was it that game? No, it wasn't that game. It was one of the USK games at Village Idiot on Melrose. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. You know what that is. Mm-hmm. They pack. They they pack the bar. I get there to see the early game. Get, get there at like seven a.m. with some friends. Whoa, really? Yeah. You know, to get a table. You know, because then it starts filling up. 
Then finally USA game starts. They they have the entire place packed. Fire marshal comes. Oh no. Kicks everyone no. says everyone has to leave. No one's leaving. Finally they have to shut up the TVs in the middle of the match after having waited there since seven. Oh that's, my gosh, that's horrible. It was horrible. Did they do anything to be nice to you after that? No, they said we're sorry. No free so nothing? But then they lit no. the bar on fire, which I found to be weird. <laughs> which was weird. <laughs> yeah. It was a little strange. Yeah. But I'm it's sorry right, that you know. happened to you. That's okay. That's okay. I didn't mean to bring the whole podcast down. Like. No, it's pretty well, sad. We were on it You're just seemed dregs. organic. We were talking about you know bad yeah. World Cup experiences. And just bad experiences. And Yeah. Well, let's let's bring been, the podcast back up. Let's bring it up. Uh, <laughs> let's talk about Paul a little bit. Ah, oh, I love Paul. Paul is uh, it's coming out next. It's coming out March 18th. March 18th. Next year, and uh, it was one of the more exciting movies that I've worked on. I've been really fortunate working with amazing people. I've worked with, uh, you know, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, who yeah. were my heroes before I even met them. And uh, Shaun of the Dead is uh, just a near-perfect movie. Um, and Hot Fuzz is fantastic. I'm a Hot Fuzz guy. And um, they're great. And, uh, you know, so that was the first, you know, big pick-me-up. And then, you know, having worked with Matola again was great. Uh, and then Bill and everyone, Kristen and you know Seth. It was really kind of like I couldn't have asked to work with a better people. And then like at Comic Con, we were at the com- you know Comic Con panel went great. We were at the what's you know commonly known as the stabbing. Panel. I was uh, outside was the line? door. I was twenty people away from getting into that panel. Waiting, all- I waited for like six hours oh, to get to that panel because I wanted to see it. And literally, we were twenty people away before the the Resident Evil one that was before it. So we're yeah. like, oh, we're totally getting in because they're letting a couple hundred people in every time. Right That's about it because they don't see the clear the rooms. Twenty people away, and we we you know we were sitting outside for the longest time, and then they didn't let a single other person into that when the stabbing happened. Ugh. So. See what happens when you stab people. You ruin it for so many other people besides the people you stab. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's you not know? just the one guy. It's not just the one guy. You <laughs> know, there's other people that there are people in line. Yeah. <laughs> um, I was yeah. Aside from that unfortunate incident, I mean, that was just such a thrill to be on stage with all this. What's the Gurney Weaver? Are you kidding? Yeah, no it's kidding. insane. And there's so so many people are so excited about the movie, and you guys have been awesome about putting all this content online too. Yeah, it's yeah, really they were cool. really great about that, and you know, they they really they're big fans of their fans, and yeah. really make a lot of that material accessible to them, and it's just important. It's just there. I couldn't, I can't stress how collaborative and down to earth. That they are. They're really, like, good people. Nick Frost is an incredible cook, by the way. Whoa. Uh, Tell us about your Nick favorite Fro- Frost dish. We there, Nick Frost cooked, uh, Bill Hader and I, uh, a traditional, like, English, like, Sunday lunch with, like, oh, my, like, ugh, like, put, like, corn, like corn pudding and, and, and English peas and, Whoa. like, turkey and, um, I mean, incredible, like, Crisp like golden potatoes. That oh were, like, my gosh! Crispy on the outside, like flaky inside. Like it was ridiculous. It was nice. ridiculous. I wish that he we wasn't good at more things. Problem. That's not fair. I know. <laughs> I know. Yes, he also has the cure for cancer. It's amazing. This guy. <laughs> and he can massage he, like nobody's he business. He can massage like nobody's business. She <laughs> And he can fly. Oh yeah. Don't know that. <laughs> and if a vending machine doesn't work, he just hits it and it falls out. The coke or <gasps> whatever you want. Fonzie. I mean, the small things and the big things. You know. Anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, we shot in Santa Fe, and um, Santa Fe is just gorgeous. Have you ever been to Santa Fe? I've not. I've heard nice things. Oh, it's it's great. We we shot a little bit in Taos and uh, um, in Albuquerque. Or I've heard of that. Albuquerque. Albuquerque. Mm-hmm. We down there. 
Uh, and just really, really a great experience. Go to Santa Fe. It's really a yeah? cool, cool town. I'm imagining a lot of Native American art. And Afghans. Uh, yeah, there there is there is that. If you like that, definitely go. There's turquoise here. Yeah, Afghans and a lot of yeah. maybe rocking chairs, like bleached wood rocking chairs. Bleached wood rocking chairs and um, and uh, statue car- wood carvings of bears. Oh yeah, and with catching fish in the midair. Catching, is there that kind of yeah, thing? That's right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah, I've yeah. been to places similar, <laughs> so I know the lay of the land. You basically, know the land, a great pico de gallo. I'm uh, imagining. <laughs> wow, you really do know the lay. You yeah. know the southwest. Oh, yeah. You. There was I, a yeah. there was a uh, crazy hailstorm. We shot like in June. Whoa! It was like a crazy hailstorm in June. Did it mess there. up shooting? No, no. It was like really brief, but um, and then uh, and then like the first day we were there, June first, it like snowed like in the mountains. It was it was Whoa. crazy. Was it um, like a camp kind of experience in terms of like how were you guys lodged and? We we all yeah we all had like separate little units yeah and. Um, but we all hung out, like, you know, Jason, ba- Jason Bateman, who I forgot to, another incredible, like, it's ridiculous. That's so amazing. You know, we all would kind of get together and uh, have, you know, dinner and just laugh. And, like, it was a very, oh, like, Oh, that's camp. awesome. It was really, uh, it was really great. Um, and to be there for that long, we were there for, like, two and a half, I was there for two and a half months. Because oh, wow. in addition to the kind of FBI agent that I was playing, I was also working with these guys as Paul, because Seth Rogen, you know, couldn't be there on location. So I kind of stood in with Simon and Nick, you know, to have a human being to say lines to. Oh, my God. So that was, you know, that immediately was like, great, I get to hang with uh, cool dudes for two and a half months. I'm in. Great. Yeah. Ooh, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah, it always, it always seems like the best experiences are the ones where it's just people cast their friends and then it just kind of rolls out from there. So. I tell you, if you're out there listening, find your friends and make things with them. I'm telling you, you can't go wrong. You can't. You really can't. It's, it's guaranteed. And I found that to be the case in every movie that I've done so far, you know, uh, just, been, yeah, just working with like people that you trust and that you know, and are collaborative, you know, because that's the best way for things to develop too, in terms of everybody. Trusting yeah. And you can call feel people, like you can be funny yeah, and, and, like, yeah, and or not funny. You'd be yeah. like, nah, that doesn't work. Yeah. And you don't really, you don't take it personally, you know, and you're not trying to prove anything to anybody. Right. Well, just look at all those Cannonball Run movies. Like, those guys are having more fun yeah. than exactly. <laughs> it should be allowed by law. Exactly. Which you guys on the state did a thing where you did, like, a shot for One shot. One of my favorite little bits that we did, a shot for shot reenactment of the the credit roll blooper reel of Cannonball Run. And, uh, yeah, that was that How was did you guys decide we, to do that? David, you know, studied, I think, yeah, I think David shot that one. We studied the the clip mm-hmm. and just recreated it shot for shot and then we all just did the best impressions that we could oh of, that's so fun of that and uh it's kind of cool and then we had you know we had a great people doing music and they even did a sound alike of the la 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 and that whole song you played and it was uh it was cool it was cool it's fun when you can do stuff like that that you're like i don't really know no if they're joke. gonna eat it you know like yeah there's, yeah. No, there's no joke at all we're just like let's just recreate this exactly how well, that's it is. such a good joke it's, just yeah, that it's yeah. like yeah we're gonna do we're that. gonna just do we're that. gonna do it all the way like yeah. not actually the greatest joke is probably michael patrick jan on his knees playing sammy davis jr it's <laughs> 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 the greatest little bit in it so the, this state was hugely influential on me and vanessa and i think a yeah. lot of people who've done sketch since then yeah. um and we actually i was fortunate not to have you guys reunite at my festival at sketch fest we had such a great time um which uh, uh a lot of people don't know we did like a, a a tribute thing where you guys just kind of talked about the show on stage with Jeannie graffalo moderating but then you also did an hour of new material 
of new sketches that were under the framework of kind of the history of the USA. Mm-hmm. We had uh, written some um – uh, this is before the the festival. We just wanted to start writing. We wanted to put together a special um, for Comedy Central, and uh, y- you know, we we just wanted to think of some ideas. And a few of us just independently had some some sketches that we had, and we we knew we wanted to work together again. Um, and so we just started doing that. And then here was this opportunity that you guys gave us with Sketchfest, and like, well, let's put this up on his feet. And we actually did uh, a show, kind of a trial show at UCB in LA uh, before that. Um, and it went great. And of course, as is always the case with the state, uh, you know, things fall through and that never came to pass. Uh, but we all want to work together. It's just the schedules. Yeah. You know, there's 11 of you. So that's it's 11 of us. And luckily we're all like very busy, right, you're yeah. but we, you know, we definitely are going to do something. In fact, there was supposed to be a press release on Monday about the album, which is definitely we were coming talk out. About that. It is, yay! So you're finally releasing it. The uh, yeah, Rhino Records bought it, I think, from Warner Brothers, and they're gonna they're gonna release it, oh, uh, which so is exciting. just like exciting, but also so weird. I mean, we recorded it like 14 years ago. Yeah, like it's, it's so strange. It's been around, and it's I think you know hit and miss. But I know the fans will definitely dig it. And who yeah. doesn't love like old material? That like well, wow, 14 years ago. Because mostly we were like drinking daiquiris and going to Atlantis Casino and swimming with dolphins and <laughs> cliff diving and snorkeling. Like literally, like making an album was like maybe number 12 on a list of things that we were doing. And uh, some of the sketches reflect that, but some of them um, are really generally very funny. And I think I, I, my personal favorite out of that album is Kevin Allison's monologue that he does. He came in one time. Um, we were all, like, in the studio. And we are just kind of, like, putzing around trying to figure out what we can do. And Kevin was off riding and just comes, like, walking, like, kind of sauntering into the recording studio. He's like, I just hit record. And he goes into the sound booth and everyone's just, like... It was like this movie moment where like, what's going on? And he launches into this monologue about a, uh, a pep talk, like a Newt Rockney halftime in the locker room pep talk called, uh, I think it's called uh, Cuckoo Coach in Halftime right. Hilarity or something. Uh. And, uh, and it, it was just brilliant. And it literally had us all not only rolling and laughing, but like literally spellbound and engaged and watching it. Because oh, like, wow. it's so well written, too. And it's, it, you know, it's crafted really well and... Uh, for me, you know, there's a lot of funny things on there, but that definitely stands out. As like That's the, a good one. The, I think my favorite thing, because you can, if you surf around, you can you find it. You can find it, it yeah, uh, yeah. My favorite thing is the Kingston College interview. Uh, which oh, I with think the it, Jersey guy? Yeah, with me and you and, and Black? Yeah, the, yeah, and like halfway through, you could tell you guys are just cracking we're up. Starting and making, <laughs> we're starting to lose We're starting to go. But yeah. But can, that's so fun to hear, like, people that you love and think are so funny having fun with each other. Oh, yeah. Like, that's such a joyful thing to hear. You guys watched, uh, I mean, I've heard of certainly Derek and Clive. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys. I was just listening to that again, and it was the same thing. They're yeah. just like, besides rip roaring drunk. I mean, right. just <laughs> cracking up the entire time that they're doing it. I mean, you know, and that's those are guys that inspired us certainly. Yeah, yeah. The, and the Kingston College thing. It's like you could tell that like you guys had a basic framework for the sketch, just you know, and then just kind of went off and started improvising to yeah. a point where Showalter can't talk anymore because yeah. he's <laughs> laughing so hard, swallowing. It's just so. a lot of you guys going off. And, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was. I think that might have been. Those were characters that uh, Black and I. I think we were working on. And it might have been maybe at one time a sketch, or we tried to do it a sketch, but we're like, well, here's. Here's here's some here's place, here's some place we can place these guys. When yeah. you guys are like creating material, or when when you were creating a lot of material, 
were you doing a lot of things independently, and then it would be like showing it to the group, like the when we were speech. in it, when we were doing the show, yeah, or even oh, just or for the, the record album, or any um, of those. Like, um, it was similar to like how we did the show, which yeah. was like a few people would pair off, some people would ride alone, yeah, um, maybe four would get together, but it was definitely, I think, a little bit more um, solo and or smaller groups. I think, yeah. Um, it's hard to remember that long, ago. But, but yeah, but it was it was it was similar to the show, yeah. And that it was a mix. It definitely was a mix of collaborations and solo stuff. That'd be so that, fun yeah. to be surprised by your friends, just like oh, that's yeah. Awesome. yeah. Well, yeah. that's the other thing. I mean, you know, I, I've been so lucky to work with so many amazing people just in film, you know. Uh, but I, I can't believe these guys in the state who are like dear friends are also like amazingly talented. It's just incredible, yeah. like know someone for you know since we were 17 you know and then you're like oh and then you get to make fart jokes with them and like they can surprise <laughs> you in the bahamas while you're drinking a daiquiri it's just like you know weird we were talking about when the state dvd came out that it was so um it was like having home movies like well-produced home right. movies because uh. like we're so young you know and you're like and there there it is anyway Enough of waxing philosophy. No, we're here to <laughs> wax. We are just here to wax. I want to wax on Wet Hot American Summer. I yeah, all right. Say. Let's let's wet hot it. Uh, well, I just wanted to say good job. <laughs> so we can talk about something else now. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. No, that's another movie that's so fun and it has like these drops of total absurdism. Yeah. But it just is so like it's just such a delight to to watch and and it does like it does tap into so many real camp yeah. feelings like. I'm a camp kid. I wasn't, you know, I never went to camp, unfortunately. So, I, you know, David certainly went to camp, and um, I think Showalter did as well. But, like, I, that was one kind of thing that I'd never really experienced. So it was kind of, oh, I knew it was such it. a passion project yeah. for, for Show and David, and um, for that reason. It was, so I was kind of new to that. I, I did go to sea camp. I grew up down in Florida. And, you know, sea camp is an overnight camp. The letter camp. sea? No, like the ocean sea. The ocean sea. sea. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I went to sea camp. camp. Sea, <laughs> sea camp. Oh, great. We had cookies. Carnitas and cake. Crocheting. Crocheting. <laughs> and talk about Chevy Chase. Um, yeah, and so I went to sea camp, and they had this, like, I had this, it was fun, except for this one experience where we're supposed to be able to, like, swim with, like, these little nurse sharks. And they Ew. were, and they were, big. they literally were, like, maybe a, no a foot. Long top, say, but and and I was totally into that because I was obsessed with sharks too. But what they didn't tell me is also in this lagoon were like these schools of Cassiopeia jell- jellyfish, yeah. which are like it does it they sting a little bit, but you, there's not many of them. And meanwhile, I'm like literally speaking of piranha, like you know under I'm snorkeling, and then you know that underwater screen. Where you scream yeah. underwater and just it's like and you're like when you're like breathing and like you know yelling and like and I'm like trying to dodge Cassiopeia jellyfish and like I have to pull myself out of the goon I'm like stung I'm like should I ask someone to pee on my leg should I not is that weird It was just uh, terrible I think you should work on that as a project Sea Camp Camp the movie 3D naturally I saw Jaws 3D in the theater. Whoa. Yeah. He said, whoa, is right. Wait, when was that? Josh, it was 1983. Yeah, Dennis Quaid, Lou Gossett Jr. Best Armstrong. And yeah, and it was just I missed that. It's like uh, basically a baby shark is taken into SeaWorld, and then the mom comes back for it. That's right. Mama comes back for it. Mama comes back for it. So it's like Free Willy? No, it's like Finding Nemo. 
It's like Finding Nemo. <laughs> it's, yeah. re- it's really like Jaws 3. <laughs> it's oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's almost exactly what you think Jaws 3 would be. That's what it is. That's Story what it is. Wise, okay. Yeah, that's what it is. Okay, yeah. so it's like The Little Mermaid. Because it doesn't... Yeah, that's right. That's okay. Right. If With... The Little Mermaid had teeth, shark teeth. Right. Yeah. Okay. And if the, 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 the sea king god, if he was the mama... That's right. Of, you know, Triton or in whatever. This, in this <laughs> metaphor, Lewis Gottsitt Jr. is the sea god, I think. Triton. He plays the queen. Who plays the seagull? Uh, oh, Lou, Lou Gossett Sr. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's, that's right. He's on hand for that. Yeah. Of course, it wasn't as crazy as Jaws 4, colon, The Revenge. The Revenge. I missed that, that the too. I don't like one. being yeah. scared. Yeah. Well, I mean, it wasn't scary. It was just, it Sad. was personal. They're like, yeah. this time it's personal. <laughs> Literally, the shark, some descendant of the shark tracks the Brody family in Jamaica or the Bahamas or wherever they are and uh, are out to get them. Wow. Is that really the plot? (laughs) That's really the plot. I mean, the Jaws movies ceased to be scary after Jaws. Yeah. Did you see the the reissue? Not the reissue, but where they, uh, at the Arclight, they had a 30th anniversary or 35th anniversary uh, and showed the original Jaws, a big print, new print. and uh, It was incredible. My girlfriend had never seen the movie, like only clips of it. It's amazing to see it on the big screen. I saw it at the Castor in San Francisco a couple years ago, double featured with The Thing, the John Carpenter movie. Oh, and, great uh, double feature. Yeah, awesome on the big screen. That movie, that's okay. another amazing movie, The Thing. Yeah, I great. love Kurt great. Russell. You He's Kurt great. Russell yeah, big Kurt Russell fan. Yeah. I actually nice went as uh, my Halloween costume this past year was Jack Burton from Big Trouble in Little China. Nice. Yes. True. A lot cool. of head scratchers, but some people got it. <laughs> that's good. I One time I went to. Um, uh, in New York, sometime in the mid '90s, I was I was invited to this Halloween party, and I just assumed burp that it wasn't. Excuse me, it was a um, it was it wasn't a costume party, like an idiot. Like what I'm like, oh, I'm going to a Halloween party, and like it just didn't. And so, of course, I realized right before I get there that I need a costume because I found out it is a costume party. So I stopped by a deli. You, <laughs> and I, I like there's a little, like produce there, and I I get a peach, and I go as Peach and the Giant James. And I just walk around with a peach in my hand and, uh, you know, got a laugh. So I felt like I, I like kind of salvaged my lameness. You should write, you you should write sketches. I should, I should write funny things. Skits. Write some skits. Skits. That's a good comp, that's a good cop out kind of costume because it's more clever. Usually it's just like, I'm a pedestrian like that. You know, there's that attitude. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going as myself. (laughs) You know. That's my costume. I did go right. as a Spider-Man cowboy one year because I like it when kids combine costumes. So I decided to do that. So I had like Spider-Man underoos, then I had a cowboy hat and a gun and boots. Wait, you were a grown-up though? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but underoos? I barely got on those fit? things. Okay. <laughs> it was like Fat Kid XL or whatever. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I made it work. Uh, we somehow okay. got way off of what hot. Let's get Wait, back well, we'll get back to that. But let me put another great uh, costume Sea-Storm? that Todd, Todd Hollebeck and I went as is I was with... Um, Todd was in, like, a blue turtleneck with, like, kind of a blonde, kind of messy wig. And, you know, Todd has a very boyish face. And, and then I had one of those hand fans and, and some bubbles. And I would just blow the bubbles at at Todd, and he would start to go towards the fan. And I would just go, burp, Charlie, burp. Nice. Whoa. Yeah, it was a dual costume. Dual costume. That's intense. I was excited. That's we were, pretty we awesome. We were excited about that one. 
best costume I've ever seen, and then we'll get back to Wet Hot, was uh, in San Francisco in the Castro, they would do like a, basically everybody would try out these amazingly elaborate costumes. Nine people got together to do a, a dual costume. They basically set up on this corner, and they went as the Hollywood squares. They built Whoa. like these squares, like these three tiers of squares wow. that lit up. And then each of them were famous people within the squares. So sometimes Paul Lind in the middle square and like wow. all these different people. That's it was like intense. the most crazy, insane thing I've ever seen. They didn't move for the whole night. They just were on this corner. But it was, it was incredible. Congratulations, that's, that's, guys. You win. Yep. Blue ribbon. And then as soon as it was over, what a letdown after the night when you're like, Halloween's over. They've been planning for weeks. Yeah. What do we do with the squares? Yeah. Who keeps these? <laughs> Did you guys get pictures? How could we get pictures? We were in the boxes all night. And then. I hope we they listen to the this. camera. No, <laughs> no. So wet hot. Yeah. Wet hot. Um, if, if, for me, it was great because it was like such a parody of, of, of that genre of the early 80s, like, you know, camp yeah. comedies, like all the Meatballs movies and Little Darlings and things like yeah. that. Um, and then I just liked the fact that it would step out of the plot a lot just to do bits. Just to have the most absurd. Yeah, I think that, that always helps. So you're not kind of just glued to straight the parody, you know. Um and that's also just a natural inclination for the type of humor that David and Showalter and, and yeah. me and most of us in state like. Um, that's all my point on that. <laughs> like, that I mean, good. I love the whole, like, hey, guys, wait up, and then just running against the wall thing. Yeah, like, it's just, <laughs> we were Blair Witching it before Blair Witch. Which, that's right. Oh, that's, that's right. what's up. And, of what course, the, the classic uh, where's the fucking phone scene with you and Janine. Oh, so intense. I, we <laughs> talked when Janine, I remember when we shot that, Janine and I talked ad nauseum about how we just need to build ourselves a breakaway room with breakaway furniture just in our lives oh. so when we want to like really go blister get pissed off we can just wreck everything <laughs> that must have felt so good was oh that a one God, it was two one, takes ooh. we did two it was great i was able to do that twice that's amazing it was so awesome did you even have to pick up after it no oh movie stars oh god top of the world are you kidding i want in the business stuff up and just now clean it up i'm gonna do it again do it again i think my favorite moment in that is you karate chopping the lamp at the very end there oh so good yeah 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 right (laughs) i was so amped because you know it was i when i was uh i think my first movie that i did and i and I was so excited, you know, first to be doing with friends, but then like I was so nervous too. I was like, oh my god! And this was a big like one taker, and like yeah. first we're gonna go here, and then you got to break that, and and you know, so much of that was like nervous energy <laughs> that like at the end, I, I think I was just there, and they didn't cut, and like the lamp was there, and I just wanted to hit something. Like, <laughs> like that wasn't part of it. I don't. Think. I just needed to get more of that energy. More of that out. Needed right. a little punctuation. Yeah, exactly. And exclamation point. You know. Plus that lamp was asking Scene. for it. Oh yeah. That, that lamp was eyeing me the entire time. The whole time. The Jerk. whole time. It's, Ugh. Just talking about, about me behind lamp. my back. <laughs> Talk about your hygiene. Talk about my hygiene. <laughs> right, so before we get to the questions, uh, I really quickly want to touch on role models, um, mm. which I thought was ridiculously funny so and a big funny. surprise hit. Like I don't think. Yeah, I think it was for it. everybody. Yeah. Um, and uh, again, you know, to beat the dead horse, it was an, another case of like working with friends yep. and amazing people um, that trust that. Okay, just go do your do your thing. Um, but I really, you know, those guys did a great job. I mean, because that script went through a number of drafts, too. Right. Um, and all of them certainly legit in their own way. But, you know, it's hard to, you know, you hear about a script. It's like, oh, yeah, the script had like 21 writers. And you're like, oh, well, that movie's not going to work. And, you know, yeah. I, that certainly was the fear and not the case, uh, which because is Because this was all people that were on the same page. It wasn't like getting past. Finally. Yeah. yeah. I yeah. think at the, at the end, everyone was. Yeah. 
And then um, I, I love the outtakes on the DVD of you as Kuzik just cracking up Kuzik. Such yeah. a fun well, character. That, I, oh I was, my gosh. It was, it was a lot of fun to play. But, I mean, what I like to do uh, and what I think many of us, Paul included, like to do is try to crack the other person up. Right. Yeah. If you do it, then you've you've won. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. kind of. You know, and it's you know it's that's kind of fun to do. Like, cause you don't, you know, it's just a fun little thing to meet yourself with. <laughs> well, that definitely was one of those cases too. But Paul and I, like, we were riffing for a while and just crazy, like, you know, ah, you know, Paulo has lifted his skirt. We would just like kind of riff on that. We would Paul and I could could riff on the dumbest things for a good thirty minutes. Like we. Mm-hmm. At one point, we're just doing newspaper guys from the 40s. Ah, oh, sure, I'll get a lifter flip. And, like, literally for, like, 20 minutes. You know, like, ah, oh, I saw she, I bet on she's a lady last night. And, you know, like, down at the ponies. And, you know, just we're idiots that way. It's kind of fun to be idiots. I guess what finally got him was a uh, rub-a-dub-dub. Rub-a-dub-dub. Finally, <laughs> finally got him. Finally, I finally got him. You'd been through all, everything in the arsenal. Right. And then he thought he was through. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, no. Yes. Um, thank you. Yeah, I was... It was... Um, I remember the, uh, the, the costume, the helmet thing was kind of um, hurt a little bit. No, the uh, chainmail. The oh, chainmail. Yeah. Um, Probably was real breathable, though. It was very breathable. It didn't get too hot or anything. Was, no, it did not get it did not get too hot. It was it did it did breathe. It did breathe. They had breathing chainmail, so that was, I was I was the lucky. Little thing. Yeah. So had you ever been a LARPer before? No, I had no. I saw Darkon. I checked Darkon out. Yeah. Um, I think after we started, which is such a great documentary. But no, I never. I didn't play Dungeons and Dragons. I was a different type of. Nerd, yeah. type of geek. I was definitely into the, just comics and mad magazines, drawing and horror movies, and reading. But like the role playing, I never, I never, I never did. I never got it. Yeah. Well, yeah. you embodied it. I embodied you, you it. You came off as that kind of geek. I no fooled you. I pretended. <laughs> uh, the thing pretended. I, I love in that movie is the fake wing song that, and the end credits, like they oh, got yeah. a Paul McCartney impersonator to do the vocals. So like you think, oh, it really <laughs> is a wing song. Yeah. And it fully isn't. <laughs> so great. It's eighty miles. It's all AD. Martin Gary. Yeah. And that's another, you know, working with AD, even on Horrible People, this web series that we did. So good, that. yeah. With uh, Mather. We Mather, Mather yeah. yeah. And, uh, I, I mean, AD is such a really funny guy, too. And, like, um, you know, that moment in Role Models, I think, is kind of indicative of, like, how the environment is on that set. And many yeah. of the sets. Just like, all right, just go. Just start singing That's this so fake supportive song, and awesome. You know, like, yeah. And then you get these great like moments that are like some of the more memorable ones of the movie, which is great. Awesome. Well, let's, see, let's do some questions, shall okay. we? Yeah, I'm ready. Um, every uh, every podcast. Oh, let me shake it. Hold on. Let me yeah. just shake, shake it out. out. Shake it out. Shake breathe, it out. Breathe. Great. Uh, every podcast we do firsts of some mm-hmm. sort. The first mm-hmm. question that we have for you is, what was the first sketch you can remember writing? What was it about? And was it any good? The first sketch I remember writing uh, was a sketch that I wrote with Michael Showalter called Child Linguistics. And it was good. It was long. It was too long. But it was good. And the premise was a college course um, that seriously uh, looked into and explored the origin and meanings of uh, kid, kid fra- kitty fra- phrases like – Songs like On Top of Spaghetti, I'll Cover with mm. Cheese, like Liar, Liar, Pants on Fire, nice. um, Double Dog Dare, Dares, you know, uh, and it did it in a very 
um, intellectual way. It was, and and then like I think that I think it ended with like I played this kind of rebel who was late, and I come in and I'm like, you know, I'm sorry, I'm late, and you know, he's like, I know you are, but what am I? We go back, and we, get, <laughs> we go back, and we get into this. It crescendos into this big moment where I'm facing off with Showalter who's playing the professor and we're we're doing like, you know, the whole kind of patty cake, like Miss Lucy had a steamboat. <laughs> we're like kind of going like that, like but very intensely and we're just like and the kids are like cheering us on and you know, um and I for, oh oh and then I think it ends um with um uh it was something like the it was something about a booger and like <laughs> the the professor is like, you know what is this? Oh, this, that's what it was like. And he, he holds the crook of his finger in front of me. He's like, what is this? And I'm like, it's like nose picker's cramp. He's like, do you get it? And I'm like, I'm like, no. And, mm-hmm. or yes, or mm-hmm. I'm already screwing it up. But no, like, it's so like, it. and he's like, like, you get it. You lose, you get it. You get nose picker's cramp. Sit down. Oh. You know, like it was something <laughs> weird. Like it was kind of like funny at the time, but it was the first sketch that I wrote. It was the first sketch that the state ever did. Um, ever? Ever. Whoa. Yeah, this was the first sketch of our first show when we were called The New Group um, back in college in 88. Um, our first show was called I'm Rubber, Your Glue because we just took a yep. line from that sketch, I think. And uh, that was the first sketch that we, wow. we ever did. Wow. You oh, have so, a yeah. really good memory. I do. Oh. Well, the first sketch oh, no, ever. I meant his memory was good. Yeah, his is great. Not yours. Mine was I don't know yours. Pale <laughs> comparison. Mine was the second sketch the state ever did. Oh, wow. Uh, Ask me no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, the first thing I can remember writing, like, I mean, I'm sure I wrote some as a kid because I always liked to do this stuff, but I was in a, a sketch group called Totally False People um, back in the 90s and early 2000s. Uh, and uh, the first sketch I can remember writing was a parody. It was called Prison Rules, and it was basically a parody of. Cool Hand Luke, the scene where the guy is laying down the law for like, um, you know, if you're not in your bunks, yeah. it lights up. One night in the box yeah. is basically what it is. So it's basically that, but it's this guy who starts to lapse into them like they need to ask him out on a date. And if they don't, one night in the box. If they don't call him the next morning, one night in the <laughs> box. And they right. laying down all these dating rules for him. <laughs> like, you must buy me flowers and tell me that I'm pretty if you don't, one night in the one box. In the like, box. And we we did that. Was like I think maybe the first sketch that my sketch group did, or was definitely in our first show, and uh, it, w- it worked really well. And we did it for a long time afterwards. Yeah. So that's the first thing I can remember writing. Being that, like, I did that's this. Cool. So it was influenced by your like movies too. Yeah, right? like and even I mean, Charlie Gwis was in a movie, but you know, we in that same show we had like a Breakfast Club parody. And, you know, I think also in that sketch, Child Linguistics, there was, like, we were parroting the, the classic, like, you know, teacher and rebellious student, like, like moment. Show like, off, yeah, right. show off thing. Like, so, you know, it sounds like we were both influenced by movies anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think so. Look at that. Uh, when I was you, a freshman Vanessa in high school, and... <laughs> uh, mine is better than both of yours. Uh, of course wow. it is. So, I was a freshman in high school. I had really great taste, and mm-hmm. I made a great movie. A movie. Mine was a movie, guys. Nice. About a girl who flushed herself down the toilet. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> yeah, her name was Mitzi. And uh, how did you shoot it? Like, how did you achieve it the was effect? All, well, it was funny because it was... Um, it was me and like three of my friends and I was playing the mother that kind of drove the daughter to flush herself like I was just berating the daughter in the bathroom because her date was there <laughs> and then like we hear a flush and a scream and like we open the door and the wig is spinning around in the toilet <laughs> and uh, we, we edited it by like filming it and then putting it on the TV whatever we saw and then filming what was on the TV like in the order that we wanted to oh, I see. put the movie in um, 
not very advanced. And but original. I'm sure it still holds up, though. I'm yeah, pretty sure the innovative. holds up. I think that's great. We <laughs> called it like... Bad Plumbing. and um... Oh, Hollywood's doing a reboot of Bad Plumbing right <laughs> oh, now. Yes. It was my first feature. You know who's playing You know who's playing your part? Who? Emma Stone. Oh, mm-hmm. she would. Mm-hmm. She would. She was born mm-hmm. to play Mincy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have to <laughs> Oh, well. That's really funny. Sounds like, like your guys idea. was a little more uh, elevated, but we all start you somewhere. You made a movie. Okay? We just yeah. wrote. I mean, <laughs> that's easy to write. Like, yeah. to do the movie. You're right. Many. I mean, the production, production schedule production was schedule grueling. Schedule is nuts. How'd you get the I funding? Mean, and then catering. I don't know what you guys, you know, catering in and of itself. Oh, my God. Craft services was a big pain. Forget it. We made it work we had so Two many words, vegans on red vines did oh, you get a good yeah. deal on the insurance bond you, you know? know we did what we could at yeah. the time things were different then yeah but yeah. oh we've been really getting screwed over residuals though oh really ever since the internet was so you, invented yeah it's a union issue you gotta yeah. you should talk to them about that really should. <sighs> bringing it down <sighs> all right let's do the question okay shall we if all you right. don't understand if you don't know the answer i'll give you a quick uh Okay. Okay. So I'm going to ask you five questions about some of the stuff you've worked on. Is there a time limit on this? Is like you got to just uh, kind of like quicker the better. Smarter First people th- do it fast. Oh, I oh, like so. this. I you like can do this. Whatever you want. <laughs> I like you. I like it. Yeah, we had the situation on. He was really slow. No. Um, all right. You played Lonnie, the weightlifting, voice cracking guy, and I love you, man. He offers Peter, played by Paul Rudd, an extra ticket to what sporting event? The L.A. Galaxy. Great MLS job. soccer. And then you did a follow-up scene where you actually go to the game, correct? So correct. funny. Correct. Voice breaking. Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, we did that. I had to do that the whole game. Really? <laughs> we oh, watched the whole okay game. The next yeah, day? I was fine. I was miraculously. It was. I was fine. Um, but what was what was funny is that most, you know, we just were in a small section. Can I go off on a table? Yeah, yeah, of course, perfect. perfect. So uh, we were kind of in a smaller section. Um, we had extras around immediately around us, like as part of the crowd. But it was just like kind of a handheld camera. There wasn't like lights up. So most of the about ninety five percent of the stadium didn't know that we were shooting this movie. And yet, but they're here. But other sections are. I like, didn't know it was me, really like, at the game. We went to the game. Oh we're my god! We're at gosh. an actual game. Whoa! And but other sections are like seeing with the whole game. I'm like, no, let's go! And, the whole thing. <laughs> and people are really starting to get pissed, you know. Oh. And which is hilarious to me. And then we got the the Home Depot center to put us up on the jumbotron, Paul and I, because we wanted. I don't think that's in the movie. Maybe it is. I can't remember. And but in any case, like suddenly Paul and I. Come on the screen so they could film it, and I'm like, my character is just supposed to be like doing the classic douchebag number one. We're number yeah. one, you know. And then the the stadium started to boo. <gasps> Paul and I were cracking up so like it was awesome. Like they could have cared less. I don't know if they knew who we were, didn't know, but like clearly they wanted to watch soccer and not like these two like numb nuts like oh on the t- my gosh. because we were on there for like like a minute just so they could film it and what stuff. What a surreal moment! It was. Aw- I, I can't tell you what it's like to be booed by so the stadium. Many I kind of can relate to you know. The athletes now on on my teams that are getting booed, and uh, it's not fun. <laughs> it's not fun, no but slash. but it is kind of funny. <laughs> it is kind of funny like to, be, to have that much rejection like being thrown at you. Nobody's trying it, to hide it. In no, <laughs> no, they were very upfront and honest, which we appreciated. Anyway, <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, question two: You played Francis the driver in Superbad. Who hits Jonah Hill with his car and, in order to avoid being reported, gives him how much money? $7? $7. Good job. I almost said 6 
Seven dollars. What are you? Six years old? Yeah. That's the. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's why. That's, that's why. That's why. That's that's yeah. Those numbers are very close to my uh, my memory cells got got crossed for a second. Nice. Good work. All right. Question three. You played Neil in the now cult classic What Hot American Summer. Artie, the kid who refused to shower, was the voice of the camp through the loudspeakers. His voice, however, was provided by what uncredited actor? Sam Levine. Sam Good Levine. Job. Sam, I know Sam. He's a very cool guy. He was the very first uh, guest on our podcast. He was? Yep. Episode one, Sammy Levine. Cool. Yep. He's a good dude. He is a really good dude. Nicest, nicest boy. Yeah. Oh, he really man. is. He's a man. He's the nicest man. Yeah. He's the yep. nicest boyish man. He's, He's a, a boyish boy face. Man. He's a boy man. He's got a, He's a sweet boy man. face. He's a great boy Ooh. man. Yeah. I've always said that about him. <laughs> he <laughs> does. He's got a tattooed on his bicep. Yep. Sam Levine. What a boy man. What a boy man. What a boy man. <laughs> what a boy man. <laughs> He's got that tattooed. <laughs> that's right. Cool. Really, so really painful for a boy man to get. Yeah. But yeah. But that's why he's more man now because he got it. Because yeah. Yeah. He was just boy boy before that. Yeah. Boy boy. Get boy boy actually tattooed on his butt. <laughs> just in the sense Everyone was like, what does that mean? What does that mean? It's Are like, you dating yeah, someone? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question four. Uh, you played Kuzik, the jolly LARPer, in David Wayne's surprise hit comedy role models. Kuzik is fifth son of Napoleon, Earl of what? That's a hard one. Cole's got that This is what one. happens when you, like, ad-lib and, like... Yep, you're not up. sure what they use and... Uh, um, what sound does like, a phone make? Like, yeah, dang, 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 no, no. Ang, just think about what you would say a phone does. Rang. Ring. Mm-hmm. Earl of Ring. No, yeah. Ring? And then what does a pirate say? Ringar. There you go. Ringar. <laughs> Ringar. Nice. Excellent Thank cleavage. you for help on that one. Anytime. Earl of Ringar. Mm. Yep. All right. Question five. You're I'm a founding a member of what sketch group? <laughs> <laughs> In the hole. <laughs> You're a founding member of the state in the spaghetti with fried bumblebees cutlery barn sketch. So what is the name of the talking sandwich? Bob? If you're going to be really earnest with someone, what's another word for that? Or just straightforward. You're going to be. And and Frank. Yeah. Frank. Yay, Frank. There he is. Frank. Right. That's a tough one, too. One of, also one of my favorites. One of my favorites, so too. Good. I have uh, – I'll tell you a story about that one. So uh, we uh, – I think whoever's in that sketch wrote that sketch during lunch sometime. We were just starting to do the voices. And um, our producer, Jim Sharp, who was just an incredible producer and really was a big part of the success of that show – um, didn't want to do the sketch. Like we we uh, we were shooting a live sketch, like in front of an audience, and you know he just didn't he just didn't get it. We're like Jim, which by the way is also kind of based on his voice. We were kind of it wasn't really you know, we, we just, you know kind of like guys, come on, we need some like this is all like B plus shit, man. We need some A sketches, you know. Um, it was not nearly as as uh, Kermit as that, but anyway, it kind of flew from there, and so. He's like, we're like, look, Jim, all we need to do is just give us the camera. We were setting up the next sketch, you know, the, ne- the set for the next sketch. Can we just do this real quick? We just need a camera, and we're just going to stick our face and put it, get a black curtain. We're just going to stick our faces in front of it, and we'll just do it. And he's like, yeah, sure. I mean, it literally was no set and didn't take any time, and it wasn't like we were going to do a lot of takes. We, I think we did, like, three takes and, of course, obsessed over exactly which one was better, which is, like, yeah. nonsense, like, yeah, but, like, he says Frank really, really funny in here, but, like, Tom's eyes is hilarious, like, in this take, and so you kind of obsess on that, um, but that's how that sketch happened, like, it was very, like, come on, let's, it's real quick, let's do it, and then we did it, 
And it's so good. It's one that everyone, it's one that I yeah. like. I, I I like that one, and and like you know, Cannonball, and and uh, um, you know, I'm picking <laughs> ones that I was in. I'm realizing, uh, <laughs> okay. but but uh, and Sal and Frankie be. were is, uh, that I wrote with uh, Showalter. It's a favorites. Crispy Pops, another good one. Oh yeah, I like that one. Mm-hmm. So many, so many. We could listen uh, all day. Sorry, long. but it's my turn to ask questions yep. now. You ready yeah. to talk about Here the Middle go. East? These are tough. Yes. Oh my God. I think we just need to get along. <laughs> no, that's not one of our options. <laughs> I'm talking battle plans. Um, first question: Have you met the Olsons, Mary Kate and Ashley? No. No. Ever seen them at a function? Let me think. Um, I don't think I have. Okay. No. She's asked that 20 times now and has never gotten an affirmation. Really? Why yeah. am I still six degrees away from them? <laughs> like, that is unfair. Well, no, we could, I have, we have a connection to six degrees. I have less than that. Uh, we could figure this out. Uh, okay. What movie was she in? Well, they were in Weeds recently. Any Weeds connections? One of them, Mary-Kate. Uh, the Wackness. The Wackness, all right. Or so. Full House. Any Full House connections? Right. Okay, so... Uh, Saget, stay, wait, wait a minute. We can do this. Stamos uh-huh. and Sager, both in Entourage. Um, uh, this doesn't feel know? authentic. It doesn't feel God. organic. I just need no. to find. All right, go. Oh, well, well, we'll get back to that. Uh, okay. Now, <laughs> the next, an obvious follow follow up here. Um, would you rather spend one year on a primitive island with no human company whatsoever? And no access to communication technology or coconut phones. You can't go professor on it. But you do get lovely... This is a long setup. You do get a lot of nice produce year-round, okay? Okay. Or spend one year, 10 hours a day, working at a daycare and eating only goldfish crackers and gogurt. Oh, God. Yeah. Wow. That is intense. A yeah. year? What Either ki- one, yeah, yeah. Okay, and what kind of... And daycare, so we're talking like, you know, two to... Yeah, probably one to three. One to three, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's just me, you, and how many and kids? Twenty babies. Twenty babies. Ten hours a day. Yeah. So you can have. One, so what I also risk. What I also risk is jail time. Yeah, something. Like, I don't know what I'm, you're thinking, but well, maybe. No, 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 I mean like social services come right. in and like there's far too many kids to yeah. be like watched by one guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'm alone. I'm yeah. Alone. But when you're off time in the daycare, you have you know. Can I do, can I bring like any writing utensils? Not computers, but can I like? You can bring a pad and paper. I can bring a pad and paper. Yeah, a pen and pad, uh, whatever. That, that well, I, I, you know, that may have tipped it, but I would take the island. Okay. So then I write. Then I just write my. My family's novel. gonna really miss you, you but yeah. they know it's know. for a year. Yeah, that's right. So that's everyone's right. gonna just get through it. Interesting. Okay. Great produce. A wizard. <laughs> I shouldn't have added that. I right. thought that I was making the island too good of a deal when I added that. Well, you got to eat because I don't yeah. want to do Survivor. Right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. A wizard appears. Yep. Obviously. Grants you a remake of a TV show where you get whichever role you want. Mm-hmm. What show do you go for? And who do you have in mind for your co-star? Okay. Good. Um, yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, I think I do... Oh, this is tough. Um Really hard. The first thing I'm just the first thing that came to mind was like Barney Miller or Welcome Back Cotter. Oh, um, and my co-star got see that that's one of those things where like there's like an, it's an ensemble thing, right. you know. So um, I'll probably get Mary Kate Olsen, you know, oh. in there somewhere. <gasps> and then we can have you back on the show, and then I can ask right. you the question again. That's right, right. exactly, Good. exactly. So that, but then I was thinking like. 
Then I was thinking Six Million Dollar Man. Oh. Uh, which I, you know, would love love to to do that. And I think there was a remake of that. Um, Not or, or, in the, or, or developing, wasn't there? Or that, did you care that? I remember it was some, yeah, something, something like that. Around. I don't think it ever uh, happened. I would, I'm going to make, make that. I'm going to make that my answer. That's a good man. answer. And as Oscar Goldman, we're going to try to get Christopher Walken. Whoa, I think you can do it. If you anyone know. can do it, you can do it. And that's the wizard right. will help too. And the wi- and the wizard will help. <laughs> the, wizard the wizard always help. helps with casting. Yes, He's got right. great connections. Though I could see you and this the state guys doing a uh, welcome back, Cotter. It was all the sweat hogs. Yeah, That'd yeah, be pretty funny. That could that could work. That wasn't that his wish, Cole. It's I'm too just, late. I'm just saying. I mean, I could come. I could come in your head your and be house. like, um, maybe Cole, you should have this wish. You know, maybe. <laughs> how does you know, it feel? How does this feel? <laughs> you own your own video game company. Maybe I should. Maybe I should have. Live out that dream for me. baby. Okay. No, there's only two left. And I'm enjoying these. These are um, these are very imaginative. I'm a journalist, so I have to I have to go there. All right, what's next? Kind this of one, I, this one I really love. Okay, Christine Ampafanula. <laughs> Can we do this one in an English accent? Yes, please do. Okay. Would you rather have the power of flight for five days? Flight, not light. I gave this question on a, a preview audience, and they were like, "That's a cool power." No, flight. You can fly. Hi. Or the power to make other people hover off the ground two feet maximum as often as you like. That's a good one. <laughs> I don't mean to pat myself on the back, but that's those a spell. One. Those spell. I could keep them hovering as long as I want, or is there like they, they have to go back down? But it's like you could lift them at any I, moment. I see. And oh, it's God, kind of like I'm imagining while you can stare at them. They'll zoop. Yeah, yeah. But five I, days you can fly. I mean, that would be people yeah. dream about for, that. Oh, five for only five days. Yeah, I did. Okay. Oh, yeah. Or a lifetime of two life. feet oh, hovering. That's good. That's a great. <laughs> I, take, I think I take the flight though. Yeah. Where yeah. would you go? Just in the clouds. Um, I go to Mary Kate Olson's house. <gasps> oh, like, I love you. Know, you. you know, something like Peter Pan it in and then bring her to you. <gasps> Thank you. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I have a feeling I know how the next one is I can see the, the two feet hovering would be, like, useful in getting things, which you want, you know? Oh. I'd like 5% of back end on the project. Yeah. That, yeah. But then I just feel like I may put myself in a position where someone's going to take take care of me, which is oh, rub yeah. me out. Which is, like, if That's I, true. Like, I'd be like, enough's enough. You or, know? like, in Splash, remember? As soon as people found out she was a mermaid, it wasn't a cool power. They put her in a tank. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. So then I become like some crazy military experiment, Ugh. you know, and they start like sticking needles in me. That's you know, right. I find myself in Clockwork Orange too. Like it's a one thing leads to another. One thing leads to another, and uh, you know that's it. I'm you're uh, in a tank with probes all over. With you. probes all over. Yeah. Right. exactly. I think you're right. Trying to eat lobster through the shell. Let them see you during that five days span, <laughs> and you'll be fine. Point. That's right. <laughs> well, I, I mean, but the thing about that is like. I imagine I can, like, maybe dodge and weave for a little yeah. bit. And then I'll be like, fine. All right, you got me on day four. But you know what? I lose this in a day. So. Yeah. <laughs> Enjoy today. Enjoy today. <laughs> I love that I've kind of guaranteed myself that I would evade the military for four days. Well, no one's going to be looking for you that you just a person randomly flying. Well, that's true. By the time, you know, because they, they have... get on the internet on have, day two. Yeah, exactly. Someone will flip video. Someone will get yeah. video of it somehow. Just wear a mask like the bank robbers in Point Break. Oh, Yeah. Put a Reagan mask on. I'll never know. Great idea. Or a nun mask in the town. That'd be good. That looks great. Flying nun. I can do flying nun. <gasps> there you go. I can bring that show back for, uh, for five days. It could me and Mary Kate. Right. And so we're, you know. <laughs> One thing. Know. Yeah. Okay. Five day shooting window. You better get the first season done. <laughs> Quick. That's right. That's right. Listen, <laughs> you got to get this on We want to pick up order. Okay. On day three. <laughs> season two starts on day three. <laughs> Evening of day three. That's it. <laughs> 
We're going to be chasing the sun here, people. We're losing the light for season two, people. Losing the light. <laughs> okay, this is my last one. The world, mm-hmm. it's a sad one, but it ends, oh, it ends okay. Oh, okay. The world is ending. That's the sad part. You have somehow magically become the only reproductive scientist, mm-hmm. and you have to make a super baby from two well-known people's DNA, any two people. Wow. Who do you choose? What do you name the baby? Don't worry that there needs to be a boy and a girl. Wow, it's man. Okay. This, is, this is really good. Yeah. Uh, now, they have to be alive? Nope. You can do You're as, the world's leading reproductive scientist. I can, as long as there's I have a body somewhere. The, as long as there's a body yeah. somewhere, I can do it. Okay. All right. So it would be Bruce Lee. Ooh. And it would be... Come on, Bill Lugosi. Come on, Bill Lugosi. <laughs> it's not your wish, Cole. <laughs> and it would be... Maybe... maybe um, Gilda Radner. Oh, that's a perfect baby. A weird baby. I think I'd want a weird baby, but like <laughs> like a funny, kind of attractive in a in a quirky way, girl who could kick ass. Yeah. What would you name her? I'd name her. I would name her. Just let it happen. Tra- I would name her the um, the Japanese name for laughing dragon. <laughs> That's a really Oh, that's just Michelle. Michelle, which yeah. is Michelle, which yeah. I think is Michelle. Yeah. I think if you kind of like break down that name, yes. it is, I think it stems from Laughing Japan. Dragon. Yeah. yeah. There yes. we go. Mish means laugh. Laugh. El, El Dragon. Dragon. El Dragon. Yes. From the El Dragon. Yes. Um, right Michelle. Exactly. Yeah. Michelle. Michelle. <laughs> you did a really good job at the questions. Yes. Well played. Yay. Yeah, and you what did a I good win? job at talking to, oh, the prize is over there. Oh, so let's wrap it up. I won when they start asking about prizes. Conversation with two terrific people. Aww. Oh my god! No, I won that. That's too. what happened here. That was my prize. <laughs> well, thanks so much for coming on. Yeah, Joe. We really. You're welcome. It. Thanks for this. Was fun. Thanks, man. Um, Queens of Country. Really quickly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you may have film. noticed I have crazy French manicure nails. Um, no one wants to say anything about. Uh, that. Okay, good. <laughs> this is a radio show. Um, I'm noticing them because I can't. I keep catching my nails on them. Anyway, Queens of Country is uh, a really funny movie that I did with Lizzie Kaplan and Ron Livingston and Matt Walsh and Maynard James Keenan of Tool. Oh my gosh. Nice. Um, and uh, it's about this girl who finds uh, she she loves the Queens of Country like Tammy Wynette yeah. and Skeeter Davis and and uh, Dolly Parton and all these. Wanda Jackson, all these amazing people, and she finds this iPod with all these artists on it in the men's bathroom. She's convinced that if she finds the owner of this iPod, that she will find her Prince Charming. Aww. And um, and I play her girlfriend, her best girlfriend, like just a, her bestie. And I happen to be a transsexual woman. I love it. And Excellent. it's an awesome, awesome, uh, very exciting movie, and very funny. And it was done by these uh, these two guys that wrote it, um, Ryan Page and Christopher Pomeranke, who. Did these? Uh, they're documentarians mainly. This was their first narrative, and they did uh, their last movie was called Blood and Wine, and it was about winemaking in Arizona. Man of James Keenan has a vineyard up there, huh. and uh, it's awesome. And anyway, so I'm digressing. But Queens of Country, uh, hopefully, will be out next year. It's we're looking for a buyer. And uh, I'm very excited. It's going to be a very awesome. funny movie. Awesome, awesome. And then uh, Paul comes out March 18th. Paul comes so out March exciting. 18th. Awesome, Another awesome. very exciting movie. For and sure. hopefully we can all get our hands on the state. Uh, the state album yeah. should be released uh, September 14th is what I was told. You've got a lot of good things going on. I love it. Sure do. Woo. 
Thanks, you guys. Thank yeah, you. thanks for coming on. Uh, follow the podcast at PMC Podcast uh, on Twitter. You can follow me at, at Cole Stratton, Vanessa at Vanessa Raglan. Yeah. Are you on the Twitter, Joe? I'm not on the Twitter. I got a website, just bellatrulio.com. We oh, can we check that out. And also, speaking check of that, online. I actually uh, am launching my own website. Oh, yeah. So go to colestratton.com. It's yeah. up and almost complete. Whoa. So check that out. Whoa. Lots of stuff to not do on there. <laughs> cool. Um, so many crossword puzzles. <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening and thanks for coming on, Joe. Bye. Bye. Subscribe to the Pop My Culture Podcast on iTunes. Check us out online at popmyculturepodcast.com and follow us on Twitter at PMC Podcast. Thanks for listening.